Central to the mission of the American Society of Nephrology is its commitment to improving diversity and inclusion. In this ASN Kenya News podcast, Dr. Jonathan Himmelfarb and Dr. Donald Wesson, co-chairs of the Diversity and Inclusion Workgroup, discuss the inception of this group and how programs that build diversity and inclusion enhance the strength of organizations like ASN. My name is Rachel Meyer, and I'm here today with two distinguished ASN leaders to discuss their work on diversity and inclusion efforts within ASN. I would like to welcome Dr. Jonathan Himmelfarb and Dr. Don Wesson, and I'll ask them to introduce themselves to our listeners. I'm Jonathan Himmelfarb. I'm director of the Kidney Research Institute and professor of medicine at the University of Washington and also president-elect of the American Society of Nephrology. I'm Don Wesson. I'm the Chief Academic Officer at Baylor Scott & White Health in Dallas, Texas, and I'm the immediate past Secretary Treasurer of the American Society of Nephrology. Dr. Wesson, Dr. Himmelfarb, the two of you have spearheaded diversity and inclusion efforts at ASN, and you held a diversity summit at the ASN headquarters in June of 2013. Can you talk a bit about what motivated you to convene the summit? We thought it was timely and important for the ASN in the evolution of the organization. ASN has been on a path towards increasing diversity throughout the organization for some time now, but there are important elements to diversity and inclusiveness where we felt that the organization could take another step forward. I think it's particularly important for a nephrology organization when one considers the healthcare disparities related to kidney disease and looks at our constituency and our profession that we should be doing everything that we possibly can be doing to increasing diversity and inclusiveness throughout our professional society in order to help us become a better organization in many different ways and to serve our patient population as well. I would only add that from a practical standpoint, diversity is in our strategic plan going forward, and I think the leadership of the ASN was wise to make it a part of that strategic plan. And the additional reason, uh, I have to quote my friend, the late uh, Herb Nickens, when he was asked about diversity and why organizations should pursue it, he said it is the right thing to do, that is, from the moral perspective, but he also said it is the smart thing to do, that is, it practically helps organizations to do what they have already chartered that they will do better. And that certainly is true for the American Society of Nephrology, given the science, the education, and the clinical care that, that we help lead in the fight against kidney disease, given the disproportionate involvement of unrepresented minorities in that disease spectrum. Diversity in our organization helps us to accomplish all three of those goals much more effectively. So looking at leading the fight against kidney disease and next steps forward, I understand that the participants in the Diversity Summit recommended um, several charges and that these charges were ultimately unanimously approved by the ASN Council. I was hoping that the two of you as the conveners of the summit could briefly summarize some of the charges, some of the steps forward for listeners that ASN has approved. The first thing I'd like to say is that at the summit itself that we had, 
there was a wonderful group of young, highly energetic, motivated, altruistic individuals who freely participated and gave of themselves in a way that I think is very encouraging for the future of our organization. So the summit itself was a very gratifying experience from my perspective. The recommendations that came out of the summit really cover the spectrum of ASN as an organization. The first recommendation is to increase leadership from underrepresented minorities across all of the spectrum and the fabric of the American Society of Nephrology. This includes all of our committees, all of our advisory groups, the other panels and groups that do the work of the organization, and also particularly the ASN Council and leadership within the organization. Before getting into the details of the summit, I was really moved by the recommendation that the council made to Jonathan and I that we include younger, less senior people in this summit, which is something that I personally had not considered. So as a senior nephrologist in the community, I often think about other such senior nephrologists and getting their input, but the council was quite wise in advising us to get those from more junior, up-and-coming nephrologists in our community, and that was a great suggestion because we heard a lot of good suggestions, some of which we'll talk about more in detail later on, that likely Jonathan and I would not have considered had we not had that so-called young blood in the room. We will be talking about the details uh, going forward, but I would just say that I categorize them in three general uh, sections, leadership, mentorship, and partnership. Uh, and Jonathan covered, I think, the first two very well. And partnership uh, relates to our uh, working with other organizations who have been successful with their uh, diversity initiatives, learning uh, their lessons and uh, applying them to the ASN, and also working hand-in-hand with them so that we can make for a more effective diversity effort across the medical community as a whole. Don, I couldn't agree with you more, especially about the value in the summit of having a younger generation fully participating. Some of the recommendations that came out of the summit relate specifically to the need for us to develop within the ASN a sustainable and highly effective mentoring program and also to create more resources for career development. And that is whether somebody's going to be a kidney scientist or a kidney clinician. Across the board, we need to have more resources available for younger nephrologists as they go through the the process of defining their careers. As with all uh, good activities, These recommendations will resonate throughout the organization. They will certainly be applicable to diversity and inclusion, but beyond diversity and inclusion, they will make the organization better for all of our members if we develop more resources around mentoring and around career development for nephrologists and for kidney scientists. You know, Jonathan, I was also struck by the recommendations that focused on our clinicians in the community, and we keep having to be reminded that clinicians constitute the great majority of the members of our society, uh, and we historically have focused on the research and education end of our community activities, but our younger nephrologists reminded us that the mentorship part of what we do going forward, as well as 
development for leadership should also focus upon and include our clinicians in the community. And that was a welcomed recommendation from this group. That recommendation, I think, certainly helps ASN become stronger. Other recommendations that came out of the summit were that we learn more about our own membership, our own membership demographics, and that we create the right kinds of mechanisms for tracking how diverse our membership is and how inclusive our membership is. This is another example of how developing initiatives in diversity and inclusiveness can make the ASN a better organization because we will learn more about our membership and we will learn how better to serve our membership by tracking more information about who our members are and what it is that they want from the American Society of Nephrology. And it's interesting, Jonathan, how we're learning just by doing that, that is gathering this information. That in and of itself is going to be a great contribution to the community because as you and I are learning, as we're trying to gather this information, we don't have a good database on the diversity of our organization, but we're learning that other medical societies are in the same boat. So I think when we are successful in gathering this information, it will not only be an important contribution for the community of nephrology, it will be important for the community of medicine in general. Another recommendation coming from the summit is for the ASN website and our resources that reach out to our members to include a focus on diversity and inclusion and also become a source of information for related career development and mentoring opportunities. The, the diversity work group that we have formulated has already done some outstanding work to develop a mission statement and goals that we can share with our membership uh, via our website and other means of communication. And, and clearly the, the young people on the work group have taken the lead uh, in this, and both Jonathan and I have been very impressed with the the creativity and the, the vision that has come from this group. So we, we've really benefited by including them and uh, asking for their input. So as you just alluded to, Dr. Wesson, one of the other activities that the council did approve coming out of the summit was the creation of the ASN Diversity and Inclusion Workgroup. Would you describe ASN's philosophy regarding the creation of this workgroup? I would be particularly interested in hearing your thoughts on balancing the need to launch new programs with concerns regarding sectioning off diversity and inclusion efforts from the rest of ASN's ongoing activities. Well, thanks, Rachel. So the first point I would make relates to the name. We purposely chose the term work group rather than committee because this is a group that will actually be working toward the tasks that we just described. It will not simply be one that will hold meetings for meetings' sakes, but these individuals, as Jonathan mentioned, are highly motivated toward achieving the task that they've been assigned. My participation will be helpful in that. As I mentioned, I am past secretary-treasurer of the, the ASN, and so although I have a lot of 
history with the ASN. I'm currently not officially on the council anymore, and so I can provide a leadership that will come from an outside perspective that hopefully reflects that of the community, but informed by my knowledge and history with the, uh, the ASN to help keep the process uh, moving forward. And so I think those two aspects of the work group will help it to achieve its goals and will make it much more effective than the typical so-called committee within a subspecialty organization. Rachel, I think you, you've raised a very important point that was carefully considered at the summit and has been further considered by the diversity and inclusiveness work group, and that is how best do organizations make themselves more aware of the need to be diverse and inclusive. And our strong recommendation coming out of the summit was not to create necessarily standalone committees that would be the sole focus within the organization for diversity efforts, but to make diversity and inclusiveness part of the fabric of the ASN throughout the organization. And our thought was the best way to do this was not to set up standalone committees and other vehicles for accomplishing this goal, but really to create a, a dynamic work group that can interact at all levels of the organization to ensure that we focus appropriate attention on diversity and inclusiveness within the ASN. Well, Dr. Wesson, Dr. Himmelfarb, it sounds like your work and the work of the summit participants as well as the ASN Diversity and Inclusion Work Group has truly been commendable. Thank you for taking the time to speak with me about it this afternoon, and I will look forward, as will the rest of the ASN membership, to hearing about its accomplishments in the coming months and years. Thank you. This podcast is copyrighted by the American Society of Nephrology. All rights reserved. All content in this podcast is for informational purposes only and is not intended to be medical advice. This podcast should not be used in a medical emergency for the diagnosis or treatment of any medical condition. Please consult your doctor or other qualified healthcare provider if you have any questions about any medical condition or before taking any drug, changing your diet, or commencing or discontinuing any course of treatment. Thank you for listening to this podcast of the American Society of